and welcome to the Artificially Intelligent Podcast. We're a white cracker uh, comedian, that's me, living in the flyover state of Iowa, has conversations with his African-American person of color black friend. That's, that's Bar- me. That's Barrett Antar Goodwin, the musician in Philadelphia. And today, Barrett, we have a guest. Yes, I see that. And I'm we're ganging up on you. Not only are we both white, so take that, black man. <laughs> We both live in Iowa. She is an Iowan. Uh, say hello to mm. Sharon Clayton. How are you, Sharon? Clayton? Hello. Thank you very much. It's it's so nice to be here. Uh, I'm I'm just excited about this. Thank you, guys. <laughs> well, this is the first time I'm seeing Sharon's face. I met Sharon, met in quotes, air quotes, uh, because she is a book blogger, and I wrote what the kids call uh, a book, if the kids still use hip, cool slang like that. I'm not sure how the kids with their 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 verbiage and their rock and roll music, I, I don't know. Uh, and so I, I was doing Google searches for book bloggers, and I discovered the Eclectic Review, eclecticreview.com. Um and I just, I fired off a message like, hey, uh, you're a book blogger, and I'm a guy with a book. And so she read my book. She, she said she enjoyed it. And that was a couple months ago. And then Barrett and I were talking off air, like, it'd be interesting to talk to book bloggers and what they go, because I'm seeing one side of it, the, how can I get people to read my book? And you see the other side of it, which is, oh my God, all these wannabe authors are contacting me. (laughs) So (laughs) let's just, let's go back to, I guess, your beginning. What brought you to like you obviously enjoyed reading because you wouldn't be a book blogger without it so you're reading and what what goes off in your head that goes you know what I want to write about the book I just read I want to share my thoughts of the world either I really enjoyed this book and I want others to read it or oh my god nobody should ever read this book I want to tell the world that what 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 was the the step the jump from personal enjoyment to sharing with the world well first of all I um I wanted to keep track of what books I was reading because, you know, sometimes I would come across a book and I'm like, this really sounds familiar. I don't know if I've read this. So I, I was writing down books and what, what they were about and everything. And if I liked them or not, and that got to be really old writing it down. I put it in a spreadsheet for a while and I'm like, you know, I don't want to do that. And I was, getting my bachelor's degree in information and library science. And I took a reader's advisory class and it was really enlightening because a reader's advisory is when like you go up to a librarian at a public library and, and say, Oh, I really liked this book. Can you find me another book like it? Hmm. And that's what reader's advisory is. And what they say to librarians is to read a different genre of book each time they read a book so that they're they're well-rounded in in all of the genres. If someone comes and asks, Mm -hmm. if I like a science fiction, what do you suggest? If I like a romance, what do you suggest? Well, Mm -hmm. not to interrupt and I apologize, but this is the way this goes because it's how my brain works. Um, (laughs) When someone comes to you and says, I'd like a science fiction book, how fast do you clamp down before you say, nerd? I mean, do you recommend a book or do you just say nerd first? No, no, okay. never nerd. We're all nerds. I'm a book nerd and I admit it. So, um, but when we were talking about Reader's Advisory, they had us read different genres of books that I hadn't read before. And one of them was a graphic novel, which I'd never read before. And it was, it's called The Runaways. And it was really, really good. Um, I don't know if you want the details, but um, no, it's as far as I can remember it went. Um, it was that the runaway, she was a runaway, and uh, it was based on the Bon Jovi song. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, it was. I know you don't like Bon Jovi. I did see that on a podcast. So, anyway, um, it's about these, these young, I think they're high, junior high or high school kids that are friends. They find out that they're their parents are super villains and so they have superpowers and so the kids uh find ways to stop their parents from 
doing the villainous thing. So it was a really, really great series. Mm -hmm. There's lots of them, lots of those books. And they actually made it into a series on Netflix, I believe. So of course that's not as good as the book, but anyway, I digress. But anyway, um, so reading the different genres really, really interested me. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, I'd heard about blogs and all of that. So I thought I'd try it. And it's really difficult to set up a blog if you don't know like the coding and stuff, because some of them, like I use WordPress and there's, there's lots to it. I mean, there's lots of bells and whistles on it. So basically my blog is just book reviews and I don't do all the, the talking and um some people put other stuff on their blogs mine's just book reviews and that's it i don't i don't have the time to do the other stuff so go ahead do you you find that you enjoy writing as much as you enjoy reading i do i like i like i've always liked to write i've um english was was my favorite subject of course Mm -hmm. and um I like to um, and spoiler, she she does work at the library now at a university, so <laughs> she, she maintained the. I, I work at an library. academic library. Yes, yeah. um, I'm not a librarian. People think I'm a librarian, but I'm not. I'm the assistant to the director. So, um, so I don't. We, get... Before we go off on too many tangents, I I, I don't we. Um, so the leap from reading to writing, we, we were right on the cusp of how your blog is books only, but what, what made you, you, you had a spreadsheet and, you know, I, do you remember I the day a, where you're like, I'm going to write about this book? I, I, I wanted to have more information about the book that I could just put on a blog and just leave it there. And if I ever needed to look up, if I've ever seen this book before, or if I get to like a, book two of a series, I can go back to that blog and find it. Um, that was easier for me to do. But what I found out was it's a, it's a lot of work <laughs> to create a blog. It's a lot of work. And uh, so what happens is when I first started in 2009, I think was, was when I first started. So I've been doing this for almost 13 years, which I can't sure. believe. I mean, I didn't do it like straight through I didn't do a lot of uh reviews for certain years because I got busy and all of that I was taking classes and all that but uh lately I've it's it's gone up quite a bit I've got more views and all of that stuff so um what happened was um I needed to figure out how to contact the publishers and contact these other places to find out if they allow people to do book reviews for them. So I would just go on the internet and I would just huh. search. See, I, I, would, I, would, search. I would not have thought that. I, I would have thought that uh, I bought your book. Yeah, fuck you. I'm writing my opinion. No matter what, <laughs> you, you're a publisher. You can't say, you know, you can't yeah. review this book. You have no, I, I, I would have never, I would have been too, I guess, arrogant is the word or just not, <laughs> it wouldn't have crossed my mind to seek permission to, give my yeah. thoughts on a piece of art music sure. painting poetry well they book. they have like marketing uh uh marketing companies and stuff that actually send out the arcs to people which are advanced readers copies mm-hmm. so you actually get free books to read that's that's another plus on my <laughs> my but 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 it's guaranteed that you will review the book no matter if you got it free or not. I mean, it's going to be good or bad, whatever. So um, I started doing that. And I, then I started putting my name on other places that listed my blog as a book review blog. And I think you found it somewhere when you found me. Yeah, I well, like I said, I found it at Google, <laughs> but I couldn't tell you. Okay. And... I probably like, you know, I, I, I try and like do radiuses so i might have searched for iowa yeah book reviews something like that because i yeah. believe that's how i introduced myself as hey yeah. uh, your, your biography says i'm an iowan so i was like hey fellow iowan i live you know here uh how yeah. about would you read a book by a fellow you know yes. state yeah. person 
so I, what I did is I started doing this for other people um, and for other, other book tour hosts. And they, there are things called book tour hosts. And what they do is they advertise their services for authors to market their books. And what they do is they send out ARCs to certain readers that belong to that book tour group. And then they do um, blog tours is what they call them or, or book blitzes or whatever at a certain, on a certain date. So it got to the point where I was getting emails from all these, these blog tour hosts. So I've, I, I'm probably a member of like maybe six or seven of them now. So I'm constantly getting those and they have lots and lots of books you can review. Um, I also get from, from authors like you that um, went to my blog and, and email me that way. In fact, I, I get so many now that it's it's just crazy. <laughs> it's just, well, that's that's where we're gonna go. Is is yeah. Barrett and I were talking about that uh, a, a while ago off air, just just talking as friends, and uh, I kept a spreadsheet of, you know, the blog I found and if I contacted them and when and if they responded. And uh, I I'm just gonna make this up, but it it, it, w- it wouldn't be outrageous to say that uh, I sent out. 400 plus emails and got ignored 90% of the time. Uh, 8% of the time I did get a response. It was a fuck you. And then, you know, 2% of the time they said, oh yeah, I'll read it. And so one of the questions was, especially given how many non-responses I got, how overwhelmed, like how many me's are there out there saying, Hey, I wrote a book. Will you read it? Like, and, and, not that you want to give this secret away, what makes an email stand out to you? Well, um, I probably get about, oh, I'm trying to think, maybe about three to five requests from authors directly a day. I mean, it's it's gone up quite a bit. Yeah, and you can't read three to five books a day. So yeah, there, that's, yeah. you know, five, 10, so, 15, 20 a week. You know, you, yeah, you're turning a lot down or. Yeah, but I, I do read each of the emails and I try, you know, some of them are, are well written, <laughs> some of the emails and some of them are not, but you were really specific on what your, yours was about and um, that you were from Iowa, which that caught my attention as well. And I just, I, and that you were a comedian, which I thought that was really that's different, you know, something different. I try to find things that are, that are going to interest me, something uh, that just catches my eye. And so I, that's what I liked. I thought that was interesting that you were doing a thriller, you're a comedian and you're writing a thriller, which I thought that was really cool. So, so I responded and I do try to respond to all of the emails, but I don't right away because I have so many so many emails that I have to go through. I'm also uh, friends with a lot of authors now <laughs> and I'm on there. They're like, they have Facebook groups, they have Instagram, they have Twitter. And so, and I'm, I'm doing all of that stuff as well, which takes a lot of time. And so if something just catches my eye about the book, if there's something different that I've never read before in a certain genre. That's, you know, that one is a, a good one. Um, but yeah, I, I probably get about maybe three to five a day from actual authors that go to my blog and email me. And this is on but top of your regular, like you said, the, the my blog tours. The, yeah. 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 So, so I oh, go ahead. I'll try. Well, as if I were an author, and I wanted to get in on one of these blog tours or have my book be represented or book blitzes, how would I go about doing such a thing? Usually money. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, Who do I have to pay off? Well, I, I have, I link, all, I have um, links to all of my blog tours on my blog. So I put all of the, mm-hmm. the links to them on there. So anybody can go there and ask. 
You know, mm -hmm. they can go to those blog tour hosts and ask because they all have different like packages you can have. Like some mm -hmm. of them, you can just do a book. You say have or, or buy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> but what, what is interesting is I've, I've met so many different tour hosts from other countries. I've, I've met, I've got like two ladies from, from Britain mm -hmm. um, that I, I do a lot of their blog tour. Um, and then there's, you know, I've met authors from like South Africa and um, Ireland. And it's, mm -hmm. it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. The books out there. I mean, mm -hmm. I've can become, I ask, go ahead. Can I ask you this? Um, yeah. Have you found that these blog tours are effective or, um, I guess I, I'll tell you an experience that I, that I, that I talked about a while ago, um, in that I, I found a, a you somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. and, um, I, I, again, found the blog, uh, just the, the personal blog and didn't even think about what you mentioned earlier, Twitter, Instagram, all of those. Yeah. But, um, when they reviewed my book, very positively and kindly um uh i they tweeted out and tagged me i'm like oh shit i didn't even think of twitter so i how, how do i put this i found the blog and reviewed my book and suddenly just a ton of comments on the blog like oh this book sounds great this this sounds like a book i want to read oh my goodness this book sounds fantastic this is right up my alley and i noticed a lot of them were book bloggers so me yeah. being a stalker I started to take a note of who they were and I reached out to them. I was like, Hey, I noticed that you said you found uh, this blog interesting regarding my book. I'd love to send you a free copy. And it was still 90% ignore, uh, <laughs> nine, uh, nine more sent no. And then like 1% yes, which I found fascinating. Like here you are putting, and, and I realized that a lot of it was, and, and, I, I don't count you in this because I didn't know you were part of it, but it was like a blogger circle jerk where all these bloggers praised one another's blogs, but they didn't really have any interest other than like you put a comment on my blog. So I'm going to put one on yours. And, yeah. and, and, and so getting back to my original question, like, do you find these to be successful or is it a lot of you pay someone for a package and they send it to all these bloggers who then it's very insular. Like how does it break out to the public? I guess would be my question. Yeah. I think, you know, there's some, there's some blog tour hosts that, that do ask that you, that you comment on, on other bloggers blogs when you do these. Now yeah. I don't have time to do it. So unfortunately I don't do it. So, um, but uh, the thing is that um, I know that there are a few new authors that that I've read that have just they've just gone crazy on like Instagram and Twitter and all that with with their books and mm -hmm. on Amazon. Um, so I'm not sure what else they're doing. I know that they they have a Facebook group and they're sending like arcs out to their Facebook group followers as well. So they're doing other things like that. And I think that's helping, but I don't, I don't know exactly what all they're doing. Um, and I know that some authors, my gosh, there's, there's a couple of them that I read and they've, they've written, they've written, I don't know how many books this year. I mean, they've written about five books this year and it's just like crazy, crazy. And, and are you allowed to, um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I, I, I know some, like I had a right now, I'm, I might hopefully write another book, but I'm a stand-up comedian by trade yeah. and at heart. Yeah. And so I, I, I know a couple of people that said, uh, Hey, you need to do this. You need to start pumping out content. You need to, and, I, and, and there's no nice way of saying this. I looked at some of the content and I'm like, this mm. is just shit. It's like, mm. um, there are comedians that, they're famous that it, it, it it's really hard to get an hour of really solid comedic material and so mm -hmm. and this is the same with musicians we've talked about this where you 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 put out that first comedy special or you put out your first record album as a musician and then 
it's time for the second one. But you had five years to develop that first hour or you you had 10 years of yeah. struggling as a garage band. And that first album, I'll throw her under the bus because she's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire and won't care. But Melissa Etheridge is someone who's, yeah. who's her first album was great. Her second one was really good. Third one, fourth. I mean, they just diminishing returns. And there are a lot of bands like that where you know, it, it just pump it out too fast. So when you say that there are, and, I, and I've read some of these authors where I like getting back to where it started, I look at some of the content and it's like, not only do I not find the content decent, yeah. but I see a lot of just errors yeah. where I'm oh, reading yeah. it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you aren't taking the time to, to, uh, you know, have an editor look this over or, yeah. a, and it just becomes a, a, a content machine, which is sort of like a vomitorium. And so when they were saying, you need to do this, you need, I'm like, I just have this one thing that I think is good that I'm trying to, you know, this is, yeah. this could be my cherry pie. So warrant, great. One song, that's it. I'm done. Whatever one hit wonder, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. But at least in my mind, and I have an ego, at least it's good. And if I don't do another one, so be it. But yeah. so, yeah, I, I get the content machine, but I, I just not sure what the quality is behind it. I- I have to agree with you that some people that have written like several books and are fast at publishing them, the later ones aren't as good. I mean, and it, it's like repetitive. They're doing the same thing. But I have read some um, authors and um, their contact, their content is amazing. Their writing skills are just awesome. I mean, you know the good ones from the bad ones. You just know because just mm. the way their their wording flows and everything. It's just it's totally different. Um, who are your favorites? Oh, um, like even like even out of the classics, who are your favorite authors? Um, I was a big um, To Kill a Mockingbird fan, and mm-hmm. I, as when Did we you read like it, the second book though. Did you like the book that came I out? Did not. I did. I heard that many people I said that not. they didn't like it. They yeah. really was the second book? Did that come out like twenty years later, or am like, I thinking yeah. something different? Quite a way. Yeah, it yeah. came out like a handful of years ago. Yeah, it was like suddenly out of the blue, like oh, Harper wrote it. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. It was it was quite a distance between the two books. Well, another yeah. one like that was Gone with the Wind, and then they they wrote they wrote someone wrote, and I don't know if it was that author but someone else wrote something another book i was gonna say i think someone else wrote the sequel and it was bad it was really bad um what about (laughs) since since we're we're shitting on people have you ever um have you ever forced yourself to finish a book and the reason i ask is yes I, i only did it once and when i was done i said i'm never gonna do it again and this is when barrett and i were roommates in college um no, this is when we were in the dorm because we were, we would go to uh, the girls' college and try and and, and meet girls, and uh, I don't Barry, do you remember their names? There were there were a couple of girls that were really into Anne Rand, and so uh, uh, they gave me a copy of the Fountainhead, and I started reading it, and I started hating it near me, like, <laughs> what is this shit? And, and I get to the scene where. I think Howard Rourke is it. I think he rapes her and she's like, oh, he's so powerful. I'm like, he <laughs> raped you. And, and it's like, if the man, and, and I would, I would read a page and get so disgusted. I would put it up and said, I'm going to read this book so that I can say I read it. And then once I was done, I was so angry. I said, I'm never forcing myself to read another book again. And yeah, I don't think we ever hooked up with, with them, but just the idea that they were really into Anne Rand, I found. Oh, I- I tell you a book that I really liked that I read it back in the nineties and is now very popular is Outlander by Diana Gabaldon. And that now you have the Outlander series on like, I think it's on stars or something, which is really big because it's, it's a historical book and it's also uh, a time travel and it's also a romance. So you got all that together <laughs> and you know what i my husband loves that series he loves watching that series because it's got a great historical content in it oh, i'm course- sorry i just I, oh. I i'm listening but i'm not paying attention because all i heard was <laughs> nathan maybe in 20 years your book will be something that's what i heard you said it was from the 90s and it's a thing now so i started hearing like yeah just give your book 20 years and maybe someone will find it 
Well, you know, cool. I did. I did let people know at work about your book, and they're oh. really interested in it. So, well, you yeah. also blogged about it, so that that you let the world <laughs> know about my book, and that's well, one and of the I reasons. Did, I... I did request your book for our library, so it'll be in in my the academic library. Oh, really? Just to let you know, what an interesting place for my book to be. <laughs> <laughs> academic <laughs> library. Well, thank you that's for awesome. that. Sure. <laughs> well, I. You said something that made me think of um, writing styles. Do you find that it's been of a leap, but I'm curious. Because Netflix studies everything that we do, everything that we watch, them, Amazon, all they study, they aggregate, they have more information about our watching habits. And the TV shows just get better and better and better and better. And they hook you. And Netflix has a bunch of stuff that I'm like, I could give two fucks about this yeah. stuff. But the stuff that they have that I like, it's like, oh, it just grabs me, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, have you? do you find that authors now, having grown up on television instead of books, do you find there to be a big difference between books that were written by authors who, let's say books that came out in the 80s and 90s versus books that came out now, because in the 80s and 90s, those people grew up reading books. And now we grew up watching television. And if so, how has Netflix and have you seen a shift yet in books by young authors who grew up with just the ability to keep suspense going? Like, you know, like that 24 thing, like 24 started it. And now every TV show at the end of it, you're like, oh, okay, I'll just watch the next five minutes. I'll watch the first five minutes of the next one. I'm, I make yeah. a lot of jokes, but I would like to interrupt and say, that's a, that's a fascinating goddamn question. And I look forward yeah. to the answer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not even joking. I, I never, that is a fascinating goddamn question. Um. We know, books have really changed over the years because I, you know, I've been reading them for a long time. Right. And, um, especially I'm, I'm a big romance fan. Now there's a stigma about romance readers, oh, but Danielle Steele, man, that's my, Oh girl. yeah. Oh no. no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry. No, um, but they are really, very graphic anymore um, with the sex and everything else. And in fact, there's things I never knew about in some of them. They have like- They're educational. That's why they have like- Academic library. (laughs) We don't have romance books in the academic library, unfortunately, but but they have like reverse harems, which, which which is sort of a crazy- way of describing women that that are with a bunch of men with like four men or something they call them reverse Mm -hmm. harems so i don't know why they call them that but they have that they have um like age gaps the age gap ones are are crazy um i will to this day i've never i i watched it i will never understand harold and maude i'm sorry i just (laughs) i never the, the the idea that it's a classic and people love it i'm like it oh. over my head you know you know people have their favorites and there's a lot of women that have their favorites and it's not usually younger women today like the age gap thing they like the older much older man than the woman so you're and... saying i should get divorced interesting <laughs> no. i love my wife but i suppose i mean you know, you know so, some people are fine with those i i'm not a big fan of them so when they when someone asks me, I say, no, I'll just turn it down. Cause, because, you know, that's just not, I just don't want to read about it, but they also have women that are older than the men. So they call that reverse age gap, which I don't understand that at all, but. but that's but, called fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, that's just gone crazy because you have Facebook groups of women that like these certain kinds of genres and these tropes that they call them like enemies to lovers, friends to lovers, um, second chances, you know, that kind of thing. 
and mm. they've just gone crazy in the Facebook groups. I've just, there's tons of them on Facebook and I've been on some of them and these, they're, they're just crazy. <laughs> and I, it's just gone over the top. It's got to the point where some of them, the content is just not that good. You know, mm. it's, it's all the same stuff. And, uh, and it's the same with other kinds of books. I mean, it's hard to find books that, that are gonna, you know, wow me. And I've read a lot of books um, about like young adult books are really awesome books. They have a lot of um, very serious topics in them uh, like rape or mental illness or um, uh, like abandonment, things like that, that are just really good. I've read a lot of those lately. Um, but, but to find a catch on these, these kind of books, they, they gotta find something that's just gonna wow somebody or catch someone's attention. And I read a book um, and I can't, I can't remember the name of it, but it was about a, a boy that had a brain tumor and he was, I believe he was in either junior high or high school, but he had a brain tumor and his parents um, wanted him to take him out of, of school and um, he didn't want to want to be taken out of school. He still wanted to be in school with his friends and, and so he, he was very popular in school and um, they did drone wars, which I'd never heard about. So I learned a lot about drone wars. I don't know if you've ever heard of those. No, but I'm pretty trying awesome. to make an educated guess in my brain that it's like it, they, it, they get drones and have them. They do races and stuff with oh. drones. It's just, it was really cool. Um, I guess they have those on cable too, I guess. I've never seen them before, but but he was, he was slowly getting worse and getting sicker. And he, he was a minor, so he couldn't choose to, to you know, end Euthanasia. his Yeah, he couldn't choose that. It was up to his parents. And so it was, it was talking about that. And it was talking about, they need to talk to kids more about this kind of stuff. If someone has a brain tumor, what options do they have? How do you talk to these kids? Because a lot of the kids wouldn't talk to him anymore. His friends like ignored him and stuff. And he just wanted to, he just wanted to tell people how he was feeling and everything. And it was such a good book. It was such a good book. Um, and so that one was very, it's those kind of books that are just, you'll, you'll always remember them because uh, it was just, just not the title. <laughs> I knew I was going to do this. I needed to write it down and put it in front of me, but. Um, well, I have a sideways question that, get, that okay. gets out of the content because you said something that took a while to digest. And then I came up with this question. <laughs> um, not, it's not deep. Don't worry. When I said digest, I just needed like, I hear something and my brain goes, Hey, there's something going on there. There's something going on there. There's something. Oh, boom. And then it comes out. Um, when did you say you became a book blogger? Uh, 2009. Nine. Okay. Um, have you noticed during your tenure? Um, I don't, I don't know how much you interact with your peers. Like I said, with those, the, the turnover rate, because when I would, I stumbled across a list somewhere and so when I would click and, you know, a lot of it's nice because they say I read romance. I'm like, good. I don't have to email that person because uh, they make it very nice and clear. But I I found a ton where the last entry would be 2017. I'm like, all right, I don't need to email them because they obviously don't they aren't doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, right. Do you think it's burnout or people going all excited like I'm going to start a book blog and then they just stop? Or have you noticed because obviously yeah. you have been around. A, you are an elder statesman. <laughs> and I didn't know that, that it has been that long, but I have seen so many that are just, you know, done one and done. They, 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 but they're still, because it's the internet, they're still out there. You can still find them. Yeah. Just, they're not, um, what, I think, uh, I think it's burnout or it's just life. Yeah. I think they just get busy with their lives and their, and you know, the kids and everything. Or, and then what or, keeps you going? I mean, is it, is it an ability to, I don't want to, I, I was just going to say something, but I, I won't try and 
fashion an answer for you. I'll just let you answer. Okay. Well, what I think it's because, you know, I have, to, I have time to read. And so, and, and I have to admit that I, I hope your employer is not watching this. <laughs> oh, you have time to read. Do you <laughs> I read every night? I read every night. And at lunchtime, so I'm, I'm reading all the time. I'm one of those people that carry around their Kindle with them everywhere they go. And if I have, if I go to the doctor's office, I'll read my book, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But I have to admit that I was one of those people that that stopped doing this for a while because I was taking classes and I, I can't study books and then read for fun because it was just too much for me. So mm -hmm. there was a time when between 2009 and now where I didn't really post a lot of stuff so I mean, what, what called you back to it like once you had stopped you made a clean break you had a nice convenient excuse you didn't have yeah. to go back what brought you back well I I got my degree and then um I started um looking at I think I went to the library and I was looking at some books and then I thought well why don't I just go back to my blog and, you know, start doing this again. And I started getting emails from, from these blog tour hosts that I never met before. And I'd read a lot of, um, I'm a big fan of um, British authors. I mean, in, mo in a lot of the different genres. And I've just, I just, it just expanded from there because I started reading all the different, uh, like, uh, there is a J.F. Kerwin who is who who wrote a trilogy and it's it's just awesome espionage stuff. I mean, it was mm -hmm. just it's so engrossing and so action packed from the from the very beginning to the end uh, with this this badass heroine who just she was just she reminded me of the girl from uh, uh, the dragon tattoo. Yes, that one. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. she reminded me a lot of that, and I loved that trilogy as well. But there's a lot of people that didn't like that trilogy. Hmm. Who didn't like that trilogy? I burned through those books. Oh, I I've talked to like some other people that I know, and they didn't like it. And I'm like, oh god. I, I just... think the <sighs> only thing I didn't like about those books, and I remember reading it at the time, that stuck with me is the author. Whenever he he, he brought up Hotmail way too often oh, yeah. it was just like i'll open a hotmail account well then i emailed this hotmail account well then my hotmail account I was like jesus christ you why is it always there was just something about hotmail that 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 just kept coming up where i'm like you could just say email you, you don't have to say hotmail every time or you could just say email me or i mean it was just it, i just i remember that was a sticking point in the books where it was non-stop mention yeah. of hotmail like he was getting he a stock in the company. Or like I was yeah. like, like it was a paid endorsement. That's what yes. I do remember is that it was just nonstop. Well, another thing I've noticed is there's there's so many books with series. So, I mean, and and they lit they end in cliffhangers and and see. I'm not I was told that mine should person. be a series. But one of the people I said is you need to write a series. I and said I that. Said, no, but then this was when it, before it was getting out there, and then people oh, saying, "I want to see more from the FBI agents." I, oh shit! I yeah. need to cut that off. You didn't read the book. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to edit that because I don't want to give anything out. Okay. I, I'm going to go in and edit. I've, I I rarely edit this podcast, but I am going to edit that out. No, but it's it's just like crazy anymore, and where they have like 10, 11, 12 books in the series, and it's like, especially if they carry on the whole couple thing throughout the thing that gets, I just don't want to read that many books about it. Come oh on. my, oh, really? so unrealistic. No, it, it realistic, <laughs> but uh, do you ever watch the, the Dennis Leary show rescue me? Yes. And, and did you watch the entire series? Yes, I did. I gave up on it because somewhere around, what was it? Season four or five where it's like, okay, we get it with the Janet and the whatever triangle. Like the first season was so, but what you just said, it was the same love triangle five seasons in. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I get it. He and his wife don't get along or they're, it, it just, it got to be, mm -hmm. yes. I, the yeah. first few seasons were fantastic, but by the end it was the same fucking relationship shit and i just couldn't take it anymore and i stopped i just stopped yeah. 
I mean, I think that's what's changed a lot with books now is there's a lot of series and there's a lot of duets is where they have this cliffhanger at the end of the first book and then you have to buy the second book yeah. to find out what happens. And see, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't, I don't. Anybody listening that has not read my book, I, I put a bow on the end. <laughs> it's a nicely neat package. It ends. You only have to buy one book. That's it. And then you walk away. <laughs> No cliffhanger. I could, I could I could stand to have to see the the, the two of them come back. So I yeah. could stand yeah. to see. Yeah, them yeah, yeah. I, I, I can too. I, I'm with you, Antar. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'd mean, be all right with that. <laughs> you know, I do find though, like I wonder because you know, as a young person, books really changed my life. Yeah, you know, and and. There's different points in my life when I've decided I needed to be smarter. You know, I've said, you know what, like, I feel like I've been recycling this information for far too long. I need to put more information in. And I go and I find a book, you know, I read some James Baldwin book, I read some book, some young book, or just something that is just like above my pay grade, you know, intellectually. And I go through it and by the second or third time, it makes sense. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I've started to assimilate the information a little bit. And mm -hmm. I find that, that uh, the ability to do that is really fascinating. I find very few modern books hold up to that. Yeah. Have you read any stuff like um, Jordan Peterson's books? Have you read any of these modern day philosopher books? I haven't. I okay. haven't. I'd just be curious. You need to, to send, some list, send some, some titles to me. And I'll I mean, I would be curious to see how you would think they rank up against the originals, you know, yeah. because in some ways, like you see these things with these, these extended love triangles and partially that's a marketing ploy. Yeah. right like these yeah. cliffhangers are like like every movie now you see it and you're yeah. like oh right this is going to be a trilogy because yeah. that's just the new thing right yeah. and it's like oh every book is a three-part series so they can make movies out of it like everybody's pre-planning their art before yeah. they even get to the drawing board they've already figured out the arts arc of of, of success before yeah. they put the well, pen to the paper it's absurd <laughs> <laughs> if it's done well, I would be fine with that because what you just made me think of is the Hunger Games. Oh, I remember yeah. reading the Hunger Games and I, I found the first book quite enjoyable. I remember finishing going, wow, that was a neat little book. And then someone said, there's a second one. I'm like, really? It seemed like it finished it. All right. So I read it. I'm like, well, that, that was kind of crappy. And then they said, oh, there's a third book. I'm like, really? And so I read it and I said, that was complete garbage. <laughs> And so it seemed to me, and I could be wrong. I remember reading the first one going, you know, it seems like they read Battle Royale from Japan and said, I can do that. It, yeah. it, it seemed, and then finding it, was like, I didn't do that. Like, yeah, you fucking did. It was a, a ripoff, but it was fine. It was done well. But then it seemed like, and this is just the impression I got, holy shit, this first book is really a success. It needs a sequel. Like it did not seem planned out. I think I've read interviews where she said, no, no, it was definitely planned. I'm like, well, then it wasn't well planned because two and three seemed... Uh, not as well written, not as compelling. It, it, yeah, it just seemed like law of diminishing returns, like we talked about earlier. Well, I have to agree with you that, you know, some books are just great. The first book, that's where it should have stopped because that, that, that book just made a difference for a lot of people. Cause yeah. you know, there's a lot of books like that and then they, then they go off and make a sequel to it. And, and it just, it, it's not the same. It's not the same. There's very rarely, any books that I know of that that each of those books are are as good as the first. Equal. I mean, it's the same with movies, you know. Sometimes, you, you know, <laughs> the newest Spider-Man is absolutely the best of the current trilogy. Really? Oh, awesome. yeah. you get to but see no, it, apparent? It's so good. I took my kids know, today. I saw it Thursday opening night, and then I the took them. People, so. Did the same people write them? That I don't know, but this one is, I will just say, without any spoilers, much more emotionally mature. Like okay. the, the first two were fun. This one is, for lack of a better word, real. You're still talking about a guy that got bit by a spider and has superpowers, but it's 
it's more uh, uh, Newton for every action. There is an equal and opposite reaction. So, yeah. so it's not just like, I'm a superhero. I'm going through life. And that's sort of what you got from the first couple is like, yeah, this one has like, look, life has consequences. And it, it, it harkens back to the, I, I won't say anymore, but it, I, couldn't couldn't could not enjoy this one more it's just oh, fantastic wow. yeah, it's, that's good. For, for a trilogy cool. they're peaking on number three awesome okay okay well that's good well, that's good to know and it's the exact yeah. opposite of going not not to keep shitting on the hunger games but again she's a multimillionaire. Yeah. what does she care about this guy sitting in his basement the hollywood version where they they took book three was razor thin and yet they decided, ooh, we need two movies to tell this story. It's yeah. like, <laughs> no, you don't. And the exact same with The Hobbit. Like, we need three movies. No, yeah. you don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What did you think of the Harry Potter series? Are you talking about me? I think, do you know my opinion? I have a joke about it where... I see, the, I'm I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. I'm, oh, I, I absolutely could, love I, them. I never could get into the book. I, I, ne- I tried several times to get into it and I couldn't. Just the first one? Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. the first one is easily the worst because it's, it's written oh. for kids. Yeah. And as, so it's like, it, she literally grew the series with kids. So if you picked up that book at age 10 and read it, yeah. By the time the next one, the, the final one was out, you were 18 or 20 or something like this. So she maintained your reading level. I yeah. remember I read the first three books in the course of a week over Christmas break. I, I was at my mom's and obviously book three was already out. And my mom said, you should pick this up. And so I read the first book. I'm like, that oh, was fine. It's a little cheesy and it's a little whatever. And then I read the second book. I'm like, what? That's actually not too bad. And then you read the third book and you're like, it, it matures with you. So if you can pick up and get mm. through the first book, I guarantee that series just gets better because she begins writing more emotionally intelligent and yeah. mature. Uh, the characters grow and develop, but I can see not getting through the first book because the first one is fluff and it's written for 10 year olds. Well, you but know, once also, you get past it, I also heard that the audiobooks are really good. That the I've heard that as well. So, and then, you know, that's a big difference because I listened to Game of Thrones on audiobook. Hmm. which which hmm. i really liked now i don't know if, if you've read that one i'm no i've not seen the hbo series but, either well the series isn't the same as read yeah. yeah anyway but those were really good books uh in audio i thought and actually the outlander series is wonderful in audiobook form because the woman that narrates it she does the accents just perfectly um so you 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 understand how like some of the, the Scottish words were pronounced because you, you read it and you have no idea. It's like, how do you pronounce that? You know, and yeah. she, she does it so, so well. So I, I suggest that for the audiobooks. but you know, audiobooks are big, big thing now. So, and congratulations, by the way, Nathan, I heard that you're well, it's still in processing. I don't, oh. I, I, I'm wondering how long this processing, because every time I click, you know, it says, uh, oh, still processing. Give it a couple of days. I'm like, I'm getting ready <laughs> to fire off an email saying, how long are you going to be processing? Because it's been, I mean, it said it up to a month before it hits like Apple and Amazon or Audible and all that. So yeah. I'm, I'm not impatient, impatient, but when I go to its website, I'd like to see it clear. You're being sent to these distribution yeah. Well, I, I, I looked on Amazon at your book and you're doing really well. You've got five stars and people seem to like it, which makes me really happy. Well. So it's, 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 what did I say that about earlier? Thank you very much. Um, I can't remember what I said it about, uh, but it's, it's, oh, it was, it was off air before we were talking. I said that we bear now we don't have a big podcast, but the people that do find us tend to like us. It's the same with mm-hmm. my book. It's like, I don't have big sales, <laughs> but the people that do stumble across it, they tend to really like it, which makes yeah. me very happy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, good stuff. Another author I like is Neil Gaiman. I don't know if you've read any mm-hmm. of his yeah, American he's... Gods, yep. any of that. Mm-hmm. I really like his books as well, mm-hmm. and 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 he narrates his books as well, which are really great. Oh, so. how do you write any fiction type stuff yourself? Yeah, have you ever translated? Have you ever gone like, you know what? I've been writing about it, or no, 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 no. I no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> is it uh, due to i'd rather read and review and that's it so all right i was just gonna ask i mean does it have to do with um and i'm I'm not asking this in any other way than to ask so please don't take this the wrong way is it is it a fear is it a lack of an idea like i just don't have any idea that i want to write down or you know i'm afraid to put myself out there or is it just 
like you said, you just no interest. No, when I was a kid, I, I, I wrote little stories and stuff for my mom and stuff. I like doing that, but you know, I, I would rather, I just, sometimes it takes me a while to just do a review <laughs> on a book. Mm-hmm. You'd rather I mean, sit in judgment. <laughs> I lord over you author. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, sometimes just trying to figure out the words, how I want to describe this book, you know, and, and sometimes it's really difficult for some of the books that, that just didn't uh, resonate with me. It's hard to give a review and I don't give really bad reviews on my blog. I don't do the star system, like the five stars. I don't do that on my blog because I just, I don't find it necessary. I mean, has there been a book uh, and obviously you don't have to name it, but are are there books where after you read it and you thought you were going to review it, but it was just so, I don't want to say bad, but you just said, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to, do this to this author i'll just sort of let it slide where i don't need to put that negativity out there i'll just leave it alone well yes or I do have. You, or, or do you honestly just like all right this this book sucked i'm putting it out there i've actually done that i have not i've just not reviewed it for them if it was an author that had asked me to do it i will let them know that that i wasn't going to post it on there and i explained what was you know what i didn't find um, satisfying for me. And so, but yeah, I don't, I don't like to, you know, there's some people that are really scathing to, uh, I mean, they're just awful and say that, say such terrible things. And I I just, I don't, I just don't feel like that's necessary. I don't, you know. Well, can I let that brings a a follow-up question. Um, do you find the author's appreciate your candor or do they still because because you know if they're putting themselves out there they they have an investment and you're you're going to have hurt feelings like shit i put a lot of effort into this this person didn't like it so you could get either a wow i really appreciate you doing this for me or you could still get lashback which is hey my book's great what's wrong with you like have you found both sides or what has been the general response no or do they just not even write back like all right delete I actually had I actually had a a, a man, a, an author asked me um, what I liked about the book and what I didn't like about the book, and he wanted to get into more detail. So he would email me and ask me, you know. And then he was writing another book, and and he wanted me to read it and tell him what he thought about. It. This is before he had it published, so he wanted me to, you know, give him my opinion and what I thought about it so and he was very grateful for it and very he 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 just thought it was great that I would do this for him that take the time to do it so well that's nice I was was willing to do that and um he he was just very nice about it and then he sent me the the arc for it um and then so was it better than the first one (laughs) Well, it was, well, it was edited. So, you know, cause when, you know, when it's not edited, it's hard. And you know, when you read art, how tough is that <laughs> getting, getting books that are full of errors? Oh yeah. And, and it's hard sometimes. And I know some people will uh, say something about the errors, but I don't because it is an arc. It's not the finished product yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. say anything about like the grammar, you know, uh, spelling was wrong or anything like that. So I look, do you think that does them that. a disservice though? Or do you put it in anything where you say, mm-hmm. boy, uh, this is a, I've really found this book interesting. I got an advanced copy once they fix these issues, like, because otherwise, I mean, it could be harmful if, if it's not mentioned, if they, if they don't get the feedback, it could go well, out into the world chock full of problems. I think, it, I think if they get the feedback, uh, in an email is better than actually privately. Sure. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. would work. And, and some of them have separate editors to deal with that. And I know that some bloggers probably do email them and let them know. And I know I got an arc one time that actually asked people to send an email to the author if they found errors in it. So hmm. yeah, there's mm-hmm. different ways of doing it. Have you um, ever um, <laughs> have you ever decided to just mess with an author? Like, hey, what would you look for in my next book? 
more anti-Semitism. Okay, that's what the people want. And then the book comes out and they're hated and, you know, getting all this like, what a horrible book. It's full of anti-Semitic tropes. And you're like, I did that. <laughs> you know, I, I read a book. Um, it was it was about uh, a man that um, he was upset about some of the things that people did that affected his family. Like they, like um, his medical bills for his wife were going up. And um, so his wife died because they couldn't afford the medical bill. So he, he decided that he's going to go out and get revenge on, on these uh, drug companies and stuff like that. And, and the name of the book was called The Fuck It List. And it was a really good book. <laughs> it's a really good book. And so there were several different people that he was mad at, about mad at. And so it went, it, it described how he found them and, and how he went across the country and was, tr was trying to find these people to get his revenge. And there's a detective that followed him. And so it's, it was a really good book. I really suggest reading that. I think you'd like it. So yeah <laughs> that was fun yeah that's funny see like titles of books sometimes get your attention like that i mean i read mm -hmm. a book called assholes the theory i mean come on you know <laughs> you can't <laughs> you you can't pass up a book like that come on <laughs> especially a romance novel no that's that. not <laughs> I read a book. Um, I can't think of the title, but it was sort of um, it was a play on don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. Mm -hmm. It was a book like how to say fuck it, you know, yeah. and, and that was the title. It, not that not, but I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember, but the, it had fuck in it. It was like how to say fuck it and blow things off or not to worry about. But it's, and it, it do you the, find the, with the any of those art books, of uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck? Is that it? I don't know because the book, either way, I read it and I'm not sure if I finished because <laughs> honestly, by page 50, it, it had become redundant. It was like, it was like, okay, I get it. You know, you, 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 you bust your nut in the first chapter and then it just was over and over. So just say, fuck it. Yeah. So fuck it. So and I'm like, okay, I get it. You're just, now you're using fuck it. Like it caught your eye as the title. Yeah. It's sort of like um, that book that sam jackson narrated that was oh, really yes. popular a couple could go to fuck to sleep which was <laughs> i really thought that that would have been better if go the fuck to sleep had been the last page well yeah because it would have built to yeah. it but when, when i got it otherwise it was just like you're tired so go the fuck to sleep you're still awake go the fuck to sleep go to <laughs> and i'm like okay i get it and and <laughs> do you find that with any of those books that have the the you know like uh have you read any self-help books? I guess that's the category. I just put it in or, or teach educational books with that twist, yeah. but then just sort of run dry because it was a really neat premise, but didn't have any follow through. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, we got to talking about that. We're talking about titles. I, I, I got a book called um, Please Don't Do Coke in the Bathroom. <laughs> I'm trying to take a shit here. <laughs> i just saw an onion article that i think was the reverse it was like no it was it was an onion article talking about how they wanted to sign a petition to keep people from taking a shit while i'm trying to do blow in the bathroom and it's like every time i go into the bathroom to do a line of coke some assholes in here taking a shit <laughs> can we <laughs> yeah. anyway sorry i interrupted but that's what you made me think of it was it was a book that it was like a uh, calligraphy for things you want to tell people that, you know, like, please don't do coke in the bathroom. If you want to, like, <laughs> write a really oh, pretty right. sign that said that in your bathroom, you could post it. And it had those kinds of phrases in it. So, like, fuck you or, you know, that that kind of thing. But it but was written all very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> so. As opposed to Caligula, who, you know, uh, right. enjoyed the orgies. Yeah. All right. Well, was there anything that we didn't touch upon that uh, you, you'd like to share uh, regarding your experiences as uh, a, a reader and blogger? Um, it's a lot, you know, like, I just want to say it's a lot of work, but it's very satisfying when you hear from the authors um, and 
they follow you on your blog or they follow you on Instagram and they always comment that that's very um, humbling and uh, very nice to hear. So and a very subtle message to me who didn't know you had an Instagram. No, so no, I, didn't, uh, no. I didn't know you. So I don't, I, I suppose I should follow you on Instagram. No, 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 no. So, um, but yeah, it's, you know, there's, there's all, I'm, like I said, I'm on my blog and I post on Twitter and, and Instagram. And I do that just to, um, for the blog tours mostly because they want to, but to send that stuff out. But I've had to learn to use like Photoshop to make mm -hmm. my images look right and all of that. So I've, I've learned a lot from just doing that. Um, I've learned a lot about how to create a blog and how to deal with the appearance and all of that. So it, it's, like I said, it's a lot of work, but it's, it's very, um, it's nice to be able to get that information out for people that, you know, uh, pour their heart and soul in some of their books. So, mm -hmm. you know. All right. How often do you find yourself referring back to your own blog to figure out whether or not you should read something again or look at a series or remember, oh, right, this is what happened in book two, or, oh, right, I remember I wanted to read book two. How often do you find yourself going back to your own blogs? Oh, I have to do that all the time okay. because <laughs> they will send, they send a list of books that they want us to review. And, and I'm like, okay, so which, which book number is this? And I have to go back and figure out yeah. what happened because, yeah. because I have to have a calendar of the books that I'm going to read and review to keep mm -hmm. up on all these dates that I have to post these, see? So, oh, I mean, there's, man. there's a book I just read. That's I just so read funny. book two and I, and I read the first book like last year. So I had mm -hmm. to go back and so it started with a spreadsheet and it sort of ending with a spreadsheet. I have, Good. I have, I use a, a content management uh, database now, which is more robust. So it's just, it's crazy. Cause I, mm. I'm like, right now I'm like three months um, behind in, in trying to find spots to review books. So I'm, I'm like three months out, like March, I think is the, the soonest I can review anybody's book right now. <laughs> so it's crazy. Yeah. It's well, crazy. Because you took tonight off from reading April. Oh. Take that authors. We ruined That's your okay. uh, timeline. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for everything for, for opening my email, for reading my email, accepting my book, reading my book. Um, I can't thank you for enjoying it because that's, I mean, you did that on your own. You happened to like it. So thank you for uh, <laughs> writing your uh, appreciation of my book down. That was very kind of you. And, uh, sure. and for taking time out of your night to come talk to us. Yeah, it was really thank, fun. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much, guys. This yeah. was great. Yeah. So that is really the eclectic review, uh, eclecticreview.com. And then uh, toss out your socials that I wasn't familiar with. Is it eclectic at eclectic review on Twitter um, and Instagram? On and... Twitter, it's at eclectic review, and on Instagram, it's the underscore eclectic underscore review, um, and Facebook, it's at eclectic review. So there you go. Well, I will go find yeah. you on those. Okay, and, absolutely. Uh... I will too. How fun! Okay. So thank you guys. I hope you enjoy some of the books I recommended. So yeah. yeah. So Barrett can be found at antargoodwin.com. He is the musical director of the Katie Henry Band. New album coming out January 28th. New single mm. out right now on my way. You can Google on my way on YouTube and find the video. You will see Barrett slapping the bass, as they say in mm -hmm. uh, that Paul Rudd movie that I can't think of the name of right now. Mm -hmm. Can you think of it? I, I can't think I'm of it, but sure. anyway, I love Paul Red. yeah, <laughs> sexiest man alive. <laughs> yes. And then uh, if you want to uh, go to the eclectic review, eclecticreview.com, is there a search bar where they can type we are 100 in a search bar to pull up my review? Yes. yes. There you go. So and you your can, name. 
Boom. Yep. Yes. Nathan Timmel. So go to eclecticreview.com, do a search for We Are 100, and you will find all the things Sharon said about my book, <laughs> We Are 100. And uh, I can be found at nathantimmel.com. Mm -hmm. Thanks for watching or listening, depending on how you digested or ingested yeah. this, this, uh, this vlog or blog, uh, audio blog. What is uh, blog, uh, this uh, vlog or podcast podcast yeah i couldn't think of the word podcast because i said uh yes. vlog and then i just lost podcast out of my brain i kept thinking blog so thank you for the the assist all right bye everyone bye bye, bye.